Welcome to the Extra 10% Podcast. I am your host, Brianna Johnston, and this is the show which talks honestly about all things business, mental health, and lifestyle. So I am back. I had a couple of weeks where I just could not record a podcast episode. I had this horrible cold cough sore throat illness that literally wiped out of me and I know exactly where I caught it from. I went out with Carl and a friend and there was this lovely guy that decided to share his illness with us all literally coughing, coughing, coughing 24-7. Didn't even cover his mouth when he was coughing. And I was like, if we pick up this, I'm not going to be happy. And then literally a couple of days later, all three of us had this cough, cold, sore throat. So not ideal, um, but it meant I just couldn't record a podcast. I was, I couldn't even do like two or three sentences without having a coughing fit. So anyway... I do apologize for the slight break, um, but I'm back and I'm really excited about this episode because today I'm going to be talking to with all things to do with setbacks, understanding um, that setbacks happen, how to overcome them, the problems that I faced in my business and the problems that you might face in your business and just a real honest approach of reality of running a business um, and how I've had to evolve and pivot my business to keep up to date with the times. Um, So there's quite a lot I want to cover in today's episode and I'm really excited to get stuck into this because I've been having a lot of conversations with people in my DMs recently on Instagram and the feeling is very, it's a very kind of similar feeling across the board that people have this perception, especially in the social world, that everything is plain sailing and perfect and nothing ever goes wrong. But in reality, that is so far from the truth. And I'm going to dive into this in a bit more detail, just with my personal experiences, because I think it's important that everyone has more of an understanding of what it's actually like to run a business and what you see on social media isn't always 100% accurate and I try to be as honest and as open as I possibly can be on my social media platform. I always try and share the good and the bad with my business and I've got to a point in my business where I've streamlined lots of things and the stress is not as much as it was a few years ago when I was brand new and had literally no idea what I was doing. Um, Well I say a few years ago, it's more like 10 years ago now. Uh, But do you know what? it's important that we that we speak about this, it's important that people understand this, it's important that if you're a business owner or you're considering venturing on your own to start your own business, that you're aware of the fact that issues happen, setbacks happen, problems occur, and it's perfectly normal. So first of all, I want to jump into some of the issues and setbacks and things that I've had to overcome within my business and I'm sure that you'll relate to some of them um, because they're pretty common things that happen. So the first thing is before I started this business I was one of those kids, teenagers that would flip between a million different things. I wanted to be a midwife, then I wanted to be a paramedic, then I wanted to be a HR director, then I wanted to be a teacher, then I wanted to be a fireman, then I wanted to like travel the world. And do you know what? 
I think that's perfectly normal. Some people grow up knowing exactly what they want to do. So my husband, for example, he is an accountant and for as long as I've known him and been with him, which is 10 years, he's wanted to do something in the line of accountancy and business. And it must be incredible to know what you want to do from a young age. However, I had no idea. All I knew was that I was super passionate. I had a massive work ethic and a massive drive. And I always had this vision growing up of me having this particular type of lifestyle. And when I say lifestyle, I mean, I always saw myself living in a house with lots of land and open space and freedom. And I I didn't really know what that looked like as like a young teenager, but I just knew that I had this vision in my head of this is where I wanna go. And I really didn't have any idea how I was gonna get there. And growing up, I had all of these ideas. I did so many things to make money on the side. I used to wash my neighbor's car for five pound. I used to go around like door-to-door selling with brochures and catalogs. And I started many businesses which failed, um, didn't work out for a few reasons, usually because I actually didn't have the passion for it and I was just doing it as a way to make money, which is something that I would absolutely not recommend. If you're not passionate about what you do, it doesn't matter how much money it could potentially make you, you're always going to feel unaligned from it. So that was a massive, massive learning curve for me. Um, Or they weren't profitable. So there were some businesses that I started that I thought was a great idea. And then when I actually looked into it and started getting clients and customers, I thought, actually, I'm not making any money on this whatsoever. Um, And there's also been things that I've started which just for other reasons didn't work out. There was already something else like that, like out there in the world. And it just meant that I didn't have the capital or the money to be able to get behind it. Um, Many different things. But I knew from probably the age of 14 that I wanted to be self-employed. And between the ages of 16 to possibly 21, I had honestly, between 15 and 20 different jobs. I could not hold a job down. No, I didn't get fired. I just didn't used to go back and it's awful and I'm not proud of it. But I I used to go in and be like, I cannot sit here and do this. I had more in me and I felt because I was young, people just thought I needed to do the most basic of tasks and that I wasn't capable of doing anything else. When in reality, I was so ambitious, I wanted to learn everything. And I always found that no employer had that belief in me to give me more responsibility. And I kind of get it because I was super young. Um, However, it just meant that I would wake up in the morning and just did not feel excited at all to go to work. And I remember at the time, my parents would be like, is that another job that you've quit? And I'm like, "I, I just physically cannot do this. Like, I am supposed to be self-employed. I'm supposed to be in control of my own income, my own future, my freedom, the hours that I work. I just knew that I wanted to have that control within my life. And it was a really interesting thing. Like the amount of jobs that I've done, and maybe I'll jump into it in another podcast episode, but I have worked in coffee shops, I've worked as a recruitment consultant, I've got HR qualification, I've done a psychology degree, I've worked in the likes of Argos and clothing retailers, I've worked in garden centres, I've worked as an administrator, 
Um, I've worked in a call center, like genuinely, I have done so many jobs and it still blows my mind to this day how I had that many jobs in such a short period of time. And, and actually between the ages of tw uh, 16 and 21, one of the 15 to 20 jobs I had, I actually can't remember all of them. I was in that role for two years. So that kind of makes it even worse because it meant I had maybe 14 jobs um, between the ages of like 16 and 19. So anyway, I think that is a really common, that's definitely a common conversation that I'm having in my inbox at the moment with people who are like, I just don't know what it is that I want to do. At the moment, I'm launching a course which is teaching people how to be a successful social media manager. And one of the conversations, or lots of the conversations I'm having are around this uncertainty of what they want to do. They're not aligned with what they're doing, or they feel like they've been flitting around between different potential avenues for business and running their own thing and what type of thing should they focus on and what sector should they work in and and I, I just want to say that if you're one of those people that perhaps don't feel like you've found your path yet in my opinion it's perfectly okay if I hadn't have done and started and stopped all of these different things I probably would have never found my path to what I'm doing today and it's because of those experiences even though at the time they were quite difficult because I just felt so lost and uninspired. It did give me that path to, that, that took me down a really exciting route. Um, so if you are feeling a little bit unaligned or you're not really sure that what you're doing is the right path, just know that whatever path you're on it is leading you to greatness. It is leading you to what you're supposed to be doing. And if I had someone tell me that, maybe, you know, eight, nine, 10 years ago, I would have been so grateful to know that someone else had been through this experience and had aligned themselves with something that was successful and was everything that they wanted. Um, so that's a really important thing. Another thing that I want to talk about in terms of setbacks is emotional setbacks. And it still blows my mind to this day that this is even something that happened. But I used to have such a big friendship circle I used to have such a big friendship circle. And looking back, I kind of took it all for granted, really. Um, growing growing up, there, there was just so many friends that I had and I was always out and about and with like different, different friends, different groups of people and genuinely living like such a great young teenage life. And then one of the biggest setbacks that I had was when I started really focusing on my business. So around the age of 18, I lost so many of my friends. Like, I would say 99% of my friends I lost because I was no longer this person that was always available to go out and do things. I was focused on my business. I had my business plan. I knew what I wanted to achieve and I couldn't be out late. And I'm, it still blows my mind because I just, if one of my friends said to me, Brianna, I'm starting this business and I'm going to be slightly unavailable or very unavailable for the next however many months or years, I would back them and support them. I think of myself as such a cheerleader. I really try and support everyone. And I believe that everyone should be a cheerleader. Um, and I've spoke about that in one of my other episodes, but I do really believe that everyone should be a cheerleader. And it still blows my mind that I had friends that I genuinely thought were real friends that suddenly didn't want anything to do with me because 
well, I don't even know what the because was because I wasn't as free, because I had different interests, because I was focused on business, because I, I don't know what it is. And I'm not sure I will ever know the answer, but it was definitely a big issue and a big setback that I had because I had to make that conscious decision to keep going with my business and to keep going with my progress, even though I meant losing friends. And at that age, when you're kind of like 17, 18 years old, it's really important, I think, well, I certainly felt it was important to fit in. And I had to make that decision to accept that, okay, for whatever reason, I'm losing friends. Um, and it was a sad situation. And some of those friends literally haven't spoke to me to this day. Some of them I've rekindled with and, you know, they, they see things in a different way now because they are older. But at the time, I just thought, is this is this really it? Like, if you're young and you're ambitious and you have drive, does it mean that you then have to lose your friendship and your social life? Because that's exactly what happened to me. And suddenly my world became so much smaller. My friendship circle became smaller. And I'm so grateful that I had Carl because at some, at some points, I literally only had him. Um... So, you know, emotional setbacks are real and whether it's because you've lost friends or you're dealing with judgment or someone doesn't believe in you or your family don't understand, I've, I get it. Like I've been there with all of those things and emotional setbacks are quite difficult to overcome because emo I think when your emotions are involved, it can be quite, dif it can be quite difficult to rationalize and see the wood from the trees, if that makes sense. But you know, emotional setbacks happen and it was something I did have to overcome. And I'm proud of myself looking back now because I was young and I was naive and I had no idea what I was really venturing into. I didn't know that my business was going to be as successful as it is today. I, I, I didn't, I was just starting out. But I believed in myself and I had Carl who believed in me and that was all I needed to kind of help me get through the emotional setbacks of losing friends and dealing with judgment. Another setback that I've had is with my mental health. And I'm sure many of you can relate because mental health is very real, it's very raw, it's it's very important. And I know many people are in my DMs because they know that I'm very honest with my mental health journey. I always have been on my Instagram. And many people reach out just to say, like, how do you how do you do it? Like, because there are days, don't get me wrong, my my mental health is significantly better now and today than it was a few years ago without a doubt and there are things that I've done and implemented which is which has definitely helped as well as therapy and all these kind of other things that I've done um which I'll talk about in another episode but today I want to talk about the setbacks and, and overcoming them and mental health is definitely one of them because the types of conversations that I'm having with people in my dms are along the lines of how do you keep going when your anxiety is at its worst how do you put on a brave face and show up to the rest of the world or to your client or to your customer or, or to whoever that you're fine when in reality you're crumbling. And I don't know how I did it sometimes. There, especially when I used to struggle with my eating disorder, I was really underweight, I had no energy, I just felt so miserable. I used to go to these events and meetings and speak to businesses and like literally present in front of professional business owners and bear in mind I was young at this point I was maybe 20 years old and no no one not one of them would have ever said that I would have had anxiety not one of them would have thought that I had any kind of mental health whatsoever because I was confident I stood there with good posture and I spoke with conviction and I knew exactly what I was talking about yeah as soon as I got home 
I would absolutely break down. I would have panic attacks. I would cry. I would be an absolute mess. I had really bad OCD. So I would have to like bleach everything, like get in the shower, wash myself a hundred times, stick all of my clothes in the wash. Like it was a whole ritual that I had to do every time I came in the door. Yet to the outside world and everyone that came across me in the world of business, they had no idea that this was going on and that this was my reality when I wasn't putting on this kind of business face. And when I started having therapy, this was one of the things that I had to really look into because where I'd been putting on this front, this fake business, uh, like I'm a positive, confident, non-anxious person for so long, it meant that I'd struggled to, I didn't actually know who the real me was anymore because I was pretending to be this person for so many hours a day that I actually think it was more damaging because I lost who I really was and it was definitely something difficult to overcome. I had to really learn to definitely keep them separate because I couldn't go into a meeting and have a panic attack and cry and break down because you know that's not what I wanted to do as the business owner presenting to a business. However, putting on that front all the time also wasn't something that was particularly good for me long term. So navigating the right balance between what, how much of me needs to be me and how much of me needs to be this, this kind of front, this business front, this confident business front, what was the balance between that? And it took a lot of time, but I'm now at a point where I don't really have a front anymore. I actually don't have a front anymore. If I'm having an anxious day, I say it. Many of my clients know that anxiety is something that I struggle with and I'm on a journey to to improving and overcoming. Um, But at the time, especially when I was younger, having that, that ability to switch off my anxiety and go into a business room full of people and act like there was absolutely nothing going on in my brain was amazing and I don't know how I did it and I and I cannot give you any explanation of how I did it because I don't know because the mess I was in at home compared to what I would be able to do as soon as I walked out that front door I don't know how I did it and but all I know it wasn't probably particularly healthy because I was just pretending that I was okay rather than dealing with the actual problem so mental health is definitely something that I've had to navigate in my life of business and in the world of business I think now it's mental health is a lot more spoken about compared to 10 years ago 10 years ago no one really spoke about mental health um if I had said that I was struggling with my mental health I'm not really too sure how it would have been taken however now people are more honest more open more real more vulnerable they understand it more it's there is a lot more focus on mental health and I am so proud to be alive in this generation where mental health is taken as seriously as it is because it is real and it is hard and no one should have to pretend they're okay and that's why when I speak on my stories openly uh, on Instagram about my mental health I always say it doesn't matter who you are what you do how old you are anything my inbox is always open because I know what it's like to deal with mental health in the world of business when you're trying to grow a successful business, when you're trying to deal with the judgment and the setbacks and the negativity and the difficult times that come with a business anyway, let alone adding mental health on top of that, I do completely understand that it is really, really tricky. So 
mental health is another setback that I've had to deal with. And combined, kind of moving on from mental health is fatigue. I think the two for me definitely came hand in hand. So mental health was something that I struggled with, but my way of dealing with my mental health a lot of the time was overworking. And then overworking meant that I was just basically working too hard and burnt myself out. So the way that I deal with fatigue and mental health in my business, and I always have done, and well, since I've figured out what works for me, and I will always do this, is I make time for me. So every single day I get out on exercise, whether that's for a walk, a run, a bike ride, I just get out into the fresh air no matter what the weather. People think I'm crazy because even if it's lashing with rain, I'll get outside and I will just go for a walk. Like it's only rain. I quite like walking in the rain. I think it's quite invigorating. I just think it's, I don't know, I just really like it. Um, so I always get out and exercise every day. I have a Shakti mat, which is the mat with the little spikes on. Um, they're actually really sharp I've scratched myself like it's actually made me bleed sometimes like where I've scratched myself on my arm or my neck um so they are a bit dangerous however I love them and what they do is you lay on the mat with all the little spikes on and they increase your blood flow like when you get off of the mat after 10 15 20 minutes however long you you're comfortable on the mat for your back is bright red where the blood has been pumping and you can feel like your your pulse like pulsing your heart rate pulsing through your body but it's something that I really enjoy and it's definitely helped me I have my cold water therapy every day so every single day I wake up I do my Wim Hof breathing I have a cold shower and it really sets me up for the day and I meditate I meditate in the morning and I meditate at night and it's just my way of just like calming my brain down at the start and the end of every day so Mental health and fatigue are setbacks that I've had and I would always probably have because I've always been an anxious person. However, adding these little things into my day and if you are a business owner and you're feeling like you are, even if you're not a business owner, it doesn't really matter if you're if you're self-employed or you're employed, if you are struggling with your mental health and fatigue in the world of work, adding these little things in can be incredibly beneficial and make such a big difference. Another setback that I've had to deal with is unexpected growth. So when I was young, I had absolutely no idea on how to run a business. This is not what you get taught at school. I learned about the Pythagoras theorem and the different, like what is an isosceles triangle, which I've never, ever had to use since my exam. And I learned all of this crazy stuff that at the time I was like beating myself up because I didn't quite understand it, thinking that this was gonna make or break my future career. And you know, I've literally never used it since. But what they don't teach you, which I think they should, is how to run a business, how to deal with finances, how to have good communication skills. And I had absolutely no idea. I'd started this business. I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. It was just me. And suddenly my business started to take off. And I was like, oh my God, what do I do? Like, what do I do in this situation? I had no idea how to do anything. And then suddenly I was having to send invoices, deal with finances, understand how to manage clients, understand how to manage my time to do the client work. I had to know all about organization and setting boundaries in my business. I had to learn about the legal documents, so agreements and policies and terms and conditions. I had to learn how to onboard clients and create a website. And suddenly I was like, oh my, there is so much to a business that I had absolutely no idea about. And that for me was 
definitely something that was a steep learning curve. And I found myself researching and reading book after book after book to learn about all of these things on how to basically have a business, the the most basics of a business, because I had no idea. And especially things like creating a website, I self-taught myself how to create my website. And Still to this day, I build clients, I build websites for clients because it's a skill that I have because I had to learn it. I didn't have the money to be able to pay someone to build me a website. And if I'm honest, I probably didn't even realize that that was even a service that people offered, you know, website development because I was so young and so naive. So that was definitely a steep learning curve, you know, learning how to just run a business day to day. Um, and then moving on from that was how what how do you how do you deal with when you lose a client? And I remember the first client I lost. They'd been a client for I think around about nine or ten months, and they decided that they were going to take their their social media marketing in house. And I honestly felt like the whole weight of the world was on my shoulders. I felt like I'd done an awful job. Even though I'd I'd got them results, I felt like it was my fault. I felt like I was the reason that they had stopped using my services and I must have done something wrong. I must have done something which was, that they weren't happy with. And honestly, the amount of pressure I put myself under and I beat myself up about it. And if you are a business uh, or you have a business or you're thinking of starting a business, I just want to, to reassure you and tell you that it is absolutely fine. Clients come and go. It's just part and parcel of running a business and when you do lose a client it's okay don't beat yourself up about it and I think it's if I had someone tell me that at the time it would have made my life a lot easier if I knew that this was just what happened in business and you lose clients sometimes and it's not the end of the world and don't be so hard on myself it honestly would have made my life a lot easier because for weeks and weeks and weeks, I was up at night thinking, what did I do wrong? What could I, what could I have done differently? And it just, it consumed my life. And another thing that was a really difficult thing to overcome when I first started my business was the first time a client disputed a payment. I was so anxious. I, I, wouldn't, I would never dream of hiring someone for their services agreeing that they that, that I would pay them at the end of the month after they'd completed the work and then not paying them. And the first time that happened to me, I cried and I cried. I was such an anxious mess. And I learned a lot about that. So to start with, I always get payment up front now so that it doesn't happen, um, which is definitely an important thing. If you're a business owner, you're a service-based business owner or like a done-for-you service, 100% get payment up front um, because it is hard and it's difficult and it's again something that happens but not really something that you hear people speak openly about but the truth is the bigger your business gets the more dispute payments you're going to have to deal with because it's just the way it goes and you will always have someone that tries to get something for nothing and that is basically what I learned um, through my first ever client dispute with payment is that basically sometimes people want things for nothing and I think in particularly because I was young maybe people think thought they could take advantage of that that's just my assumption I have no idea if that was actually what they were thinking but I did a really good job for them and looking back I'm super proud of the work I did for them and then they didn't pay but at the time I didn't have 
agreements, I didn't have terms and conditions and I didn't really have a leg to stand on. So that was a massive learning curve for me because they ended up not paying. Still to this day, they've not paid. Um, they were a gymnastics company uh, near London and yeah, it was hard. It was hard and I chased them and I emailed them and I tried to offer them like a payment plan to see if that would help because I, I, I spent way too much energy on it basically. Um, yeah, it was just, it's more of a reflection on them rather than a reflection on me um, or on you if you're in a situation like this, but it is hard and it doesn't make it any easier, especially when I'm super passionate about what I do, I'm proud of what I do and it's something that I feel I care a lot about and then when I've got a client disputing payments, it did really upset me. Now I can deal with it a lot more because I've been through it and I have experienced it and you know, it's not the end of the world. Um, so they're like the main setbacks and things that I've had to overcome. And it's really, really important, I think, as a business owner to understand that setbacks and difficult situations will happen. It's part of running a business, but it's the strength the ability to remain focused, the ability to remain positive and having that strong mindset to deal with it when it happens, that will push you forward. So as always, my DMs are always open. If you've got any questions, drop me a DM on Instagram. But I hope you liked this podcast episode. Please click the follow button if you did and send me your feedback, what you took away from this episode, what you found beneficial, what you related to, and also anything you'd like me to co uh, cover in future episodes and I can add it to my list. Uh, so thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode.